0: Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Everything Carter. I wanted to chat about something that I've been personally struggling with in regards to time management and overall planning and structuring of my day. But before we get into that, I do want to recap from last week's um, episode. I did mention two products that I was going to be trying and I did try them and so I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update um, I was using that Smart Mouth mouthwash, which is supposed to be like really good for bad breath and it's supposed to be long lasting. Well, I would not buy it again, frankly. It's a $12 bottle of mouthwash and it only lasted me and Ian from the 21st to the 29th. So that's only a week of mouthwash and we use it morning and night, both of us. And we only use the recommended amount because it's like a two part solution that you pour into the lid. And then you put it in your mouth to rinse. Um, And I just feel like the first two days, I really felt like, wow, what a powerful mouthwash. And then I didn't anymore. It just felt like I didn't even rinse my mouth out with anything. So I would not recommend that just because it's super expensive and it doesn't last very long. And it doesn't really do much. It just feels like, I don't know, it was a waste of money, to be honest. Um, And then True & Co. I have seen so much stuff about true and co so many advertisements so many people talking about how they love the bras so i wanted to finally give them a try and i don't know i'm just not a fan <laughs> and i feel bad saying that to just write off a brand completely but i am just not a fan so i ordered 3 bras i ordered the seamless convertible bra in a 2x the true body lift sculpt neck full cup bra in a 2X, the True Body Lift V-neck racerback full cup bra in a 2X. The seamless convertible bra was $34 and the other two bras were 58. I did use a discount of $30 and then I had to pay tax but I got free shipping. In total I spent $130.50. Now, bras are expensive, okay? And I know bras are expensive because I have bigger boobs, so the bigger bras are expensive. And I ordered these with such high hopes. I took their fit quiz, everything. So when I received the bras, the first thing I tried on was the True Body Lift scoop neck. Now, this bra did not work at all. It was so incredibly loose. It had no support, no structure. I don't know if I could have sized down, but there just wasn't any support. The fabric was incredibly thin, which would be nice if I didn't need more support, if that makes sense. Um, so then instead of doing that one, I tried to try on the, um, seamless convertible bra, which has more of a hook in the back. So it's kind of a bralette style in the front, but it does have the, um, classic clasps in the back. And that one, the band fit okay, but the, the cups were just super, super small. And, that was also in a 2X. So their sizing is a little bit off to me. Um, and it just wasn't something that I was willing to pay the money for because I just didn't feel like going through all the trouble of ordering new sizes, trying them on. And I just don't think that it was going to work for me. So I just went ahead and returned them. I then went and purchased Two bralettes from American Eagle for about $23. <laughs> and what I got from them was the Ari chill ribbed long line bralette, and then I got the Aries uh, chill scoop long line bralette. So one has more of a ribbed fabric, vertical rib fab- fabric. And then the other one is just um, smooth fabric. So I already had one of their bralettes in a 2X. So I ordered two more and I saved a ton of money and they're comfortable and they fit. So True & Co. was a little bit of a fail for me, which makes me sad because I was super excited to try it. I just don't think I can pay that much money and have to go through all the trouble of finding a size and figuring out which bras are going to work in what size and what size I need to get for the different types of bras. It's just like, it shouldn't be that way. You should just be able to go in, order your same size and be done, especially from one company. I can understand maybe not fitting a 2X bralette at one company, but fitting a 2X bralette at a different one. That's annoying, but I can understand that. I can't understand ordering three different bras from the same company and having to get three different sizes. To me, that makes no sense. So I'm going to pass for now. Um, And I just wanted to kind of let you guys know because I know I've been seeing a ton of ads for True & Co. And so if I'm seeing a ton of ads, I know other people are seeing a ton of ads. So I just want to put it out there that really do your research and look into reviews from multiple women with different size boobs and different, you know, support levels. Just to kind of get a better idea before you go forking out a couple hundred dollars on a few bras. Okay. So getting to today's topic, staying on track and staying motivated. I feel like staying motivated is such a broad situation. Like I don't really feel like anybody's ever motivated to do anything really. Like, yeah, you might be motivated today to eat healthy or to go to the gym or blah, blah, blah. But in all actuality, You have to motivate yourself. You need to be disciplined. And that's something I struggle with severely. I would much rather watch TV, cook some food, hang out, not do anything. But it's hard to be that way, especially when you've got some responsibilities, okay? And, you know, I don't know everybody's situation, but I know that it is a very tough situation right now for most people, Some people have lost their jobs completely. Some people have been laid off. Some people are working from home or working limited hours in the office or still working full time. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. And so I really wanted to share some of my tips and tricks and things that I try to follow that help me stay on track working from home. So if you know me, you know that I don't have a job right now. Um, I haven't had a job for a couple of years now, and that is truly a blessing, but it also can be a curse sometimes because I don't have a schedule. I don't have anything keeping me accountable. And so that's what led me to get a health coach, and that's what led me to enroll in school is just so that I can, you know, do some self-betterment, I guess. I don't know if that's a phrase, but that's what I'm going to say, some self-betterment. Um... So right now, I am in school. I am taking three courses, um, geology, communications, and public speaking. And I have been enrolled in online classes since I started at the beginning of the year. But with online classes, you don't have to go and sit in a lecture or anything. You have to log on and do your work and participate. But it's all on your own time. So that has been very hard for me to manage because I typically will wait to the very last day that I can do something and then do it. But what I'm realizing is that is just adding a lot of stress to me and just a lot of added pressure that I don't really need because a lot of the assignments are easy if I did them in advance. Um, So I think this time around will be a little bit different because the due date structures for my three classes right now are completely different than they were for my last three classes. So I'm hoping that that will help me stay on track a little bit more. Um, I didn't fall behind last quarter, but I just waited till the very last minute to do everything. So with that in mind, let's talk about some things that I try to use to stay on track. So I went ahead and bought a passion planner this year. Um, I will link that in the show notes so that you guys can check them out if you like. They have a variety of planners and I really like their structure because it's a lot of interactive prompts and stuff in there to get you talking about um, your feelings as well as reflection on your productivity and stuff like that. Um, I haven't really been using it as much as I should, to be honest. So in this last week, I have definitely stepped up how much I am using it. Instead of trying to make it look pretty and beautiful, I have just been using it to write down notes, ideas, thoughts, um, to-do lists, as well as shopping lists, um, just so that I can use the planner. The more I grab it, the more I'll use it. So I'm trying to do that as much as I can. But it does have a really nice setup for like time slots. So I can kind of just map out a rough idea of how I want my day to go, which I typically do the night before. And so it it's not necessarily going to be followed to a T. Like if I put I'm going to eat at 12, I might not eat exactly at 12, but it's going to give me a rough outline of what I want to get done that day, as well as where I need to be, what I need to turn in, any of those things. So in addition to my planner, I use the notes app on iPhone. So me and Ian have a notes app that is shared between us. We have a few actually, but the ones that we use the most are our to-do list and our shopping list. So our to-do list will have things like right now we have put check in the mail, put stuff in the mail for a friend, return Sephora stuff, um, the true and co-refund that I have to make sure goes through. These are just like to-do lists, things that I need to remember to do, keep in my mind. It's in my phone as well as in my planner because I just... I like to write things down, but I also don't lug my planner around. So I like to have things digital and I've tried to do one or the other and it doesn't really work for me because I physically still like to write things, Um, which is why I've been thinking about getting an iPad so that I can digitally plan, but also write if that makes sense. So, yeah, we also have that list and a shopping list, which just keeps us on track to make sure that like. When we go to the grocery store, we are optimizing our time and we're not spending an hour in the grocery store looking for three items because we don't know what we need to get, you know what I mean? So I strongly suggest a checklist in your notes app. It's the most effective app I I have ever used. I love the notes app. I have 90 notes and I'd use them all the time. Okay? So if you're not using that app or if you deleted it, please download it again because it is really helpful and you can share notes with anybody who has an iPhone and they can edit the notes or, you know, it's just really cool, especially if you're in a relationship and you maybe aren't with your significant other all the time. It's a great way to, you know, just check in and see like, okay, do I need to get anything else from the store or what is on the to-do list today? Do I need to do anything before I head home and things like that. So I really like that app. Um, I've also been using the app called Swipes. Now this app, I have a hard time using just because it's so easy to just like, move it to the next day. So swipes is an app where it's basically a to-do list and you can swipe when you're done or swipe to move it to another day. Um, you can set up re- reoccurring tasks and things like that. I use that a little bit. Um, I use that more for like my to do list to get to when I have extra time, when I'm bored and I'm trying to avoid things that I really should be doing, you know, when I'm looking for something else to do to feel productive, but not actually do what I need to do at that moment. I go there and look and see what I can get done in that little to do list. But I feel like if you wanted an app specifically for a to-do list, it's a great one because it's really easy to organize different tasks and I believe you can color code on there and it's just really nice. I like it and I feel like if I took the time, I could use it more efficiently. But for now, I really like my notes app that's in the iPhone itself. Now, one of my apps that I love that I think people do not utilize enough is the Reminders app for iPhone. So if you have an Android, I'm so sorry because I really have no idea what Android has to offer as far as their standard apps that come with a phone. But for an iPhone, there's the Reminders app. The Reminders app is connected to everything in your phone. It is actually so cool. And I feel like people do not utilize it enough. So not only can you go in there and just type out some reminders and set times and dates and blah, 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 but you can just ask Suri to remind you at a specific day, a specific time. Um, You can set up reoccurring things through her. But the one thing that I feel like people do not use the most is location-based reminders. So if you do not like writing a grocery list, but There is one thing you can't forget when you get to the grocery store. You can tell Suri, when I get to Target, remind me to grab batteries, okay? Or you can say, when I get to my sister's house, remind me to get my shoes back. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like these are some amazing technologies that we are not utilizing, you guys. It is location-based. So if you have your location services on, which most people do if they have Find My iPhone on, Anytime you're going somewhere, she is tracking your most frequent locations. If you want to know how to turn that off, by the way, because some people don't want their frequent locations tracked, I can let you know. Just DM me on Instagram or something, and I'll walk you through how to do that. But I turn mine off sometimes, and I have it on sometimes, so it just depends. But most of my location-based services are available and on, so it doesn't really affect my reminders app. But if I say, okay, remind me when I leave to call my mom. Because maybe I want to talk to her on the phone and I don't want to get distracted. So as soon as I get in my car, turn it on and leave where I'm at, Siri will remind you to call your mom. You know what I mean? That is amazing to me. Technology is freaking amazing. And I feel like that is the most underrated productivity feature that you could utilize is location-based reminders. So if you deleted the reminders app, like I did a while back, please download it again. Okay. Because it will save your life, honey. If you are leaving for the airport, this is a game changer, okay? Tell Siri, when I leave, remind me to grab my charger. Now, you're going to get in your car or your Uber, and you're going to go maybe a block down the road, and it's going to go bing. Reminder, get your charger. Now, if you didn't grab your charger, you are still close enough to home to flip a U, and grab it, okay? But if you waited and wrote a to-do list or wrote something on paper and got all the way to the airport, you're buying a $10 charger from the airport store, okay? Don't do that. Just use your phone, your $1,000 phone that you paid for, and let it help you, okay, girl? Let it help you. It is there for you. You use it for everything else. Let it help you be productive, okay? So that's how you can make some lists and keep yourself on track that way. But Another step to staying productive, staying on track is actually implementing the schedule you set for yourself or you know, making time to complete your to-do list. And something that has helped us do that is our morning routine as well as our night routine. So let me just run you through this real quick. In the mornings, we get up, we don't get up at a specific time, we just get up. Um, we'll brush our teeth, rinse our face off, and then lately we've been doing a little bit of an exercise or a stretching routine. And then Ian will go ahead and take a shower and I will just lollygag on my phone or play heyday or something. And then we will walk the dogs. After we walk the dogs, because I sweat a lot, I don't want to shower before. So after we walk the dogs, I will then shower and then eat. Now this is where my day gets a little haywire because the morning starts off good, but then... I don't know what to do with myself. I want to just watch TV and hang out and then take a nap. So that is where I'm struggling, guys. I'm really trying to make sure that I can implement some things to keep me on task. And I think something that's really going to help me with this is my new class structure because my classes this quarter have different due dates. So it's not just Monday through Sunday that I have to do stuff. I have due dates on Thursday and Sunday. So it's going to really make me focus and align some times to really. Like focus on the classwork. Um, also, fun note, this is such a random fact, but Dakota's in the car with me right now because today is her birthday and I just can't be mean to her. And if I left her in the house, she'd be barking. So right now she's just breathing super heavily behind me because <laughs> she's sitting in the back seat. Um, anyway, so with our lists, we need to be specific, right? And what I mean by specific is I try to get up at nine o'clock. I try to write in my planner, 9 o'clock, teeth slash face, then stretches and workout, 10 a.m., walk the dogs, 11 to 12, 30, depending on how long our walk is, I will shower, and then after that, I have eat. The reason I have it set up like that is because, yeah, we might wake up at 10, and then we'll just start a little bit later, but I still wanna do everything in the order that I wrote it down, and then say we wake up a little bit earlier, then I'm ahead of the game. But it's good to select a time Because it will either get you in gear or you will feel better and stay more productive because you're ahead, if that makes sense. So, like, if I say I want to get up at 9 o'clock but I get up at 8, I feel better because I'm like, ooh, I have an extra hour. I can get so much more stuff done or I feel like, oh, I'm ahead of the game. I don't feel so bad if I, you know, take a 20-minute break and watch TV or something like that. But – If I wake up at 10, I'm like, oh, man, I wanted to get started at 9 o'clock. It's going to make me get up and start moving because I want to get these things done. Now, something I will say is with any schedule, with any sort of list like that, it's good to be flexible because things will change. Some things will happen. Some days we wake up and it's raining and we're not walking that day. So it's like we have to make adjustments. Now, this is what I stick to or I'm trying to stick to because – I need some sort of structure, especially as of lately. I just feel like with this whole quarantine, everybody's at home now or not everybody, but a lot of people are at home now. And it's like, oh, we're not doing anything. And so I fall into this trap like it's quarantine. It's fine. I don't have to do anything. But really, quarantine isn't really changing my life that much. I've always been at home. It's like I'm just letting myself Use it as an excuse when it's actually not a reason for me to not be doing anything, if that makes sense. So that has been helping me. Now, if you have a job right now where you're working online or if you're working limited hours, those things are definitely going to set your schedule for you. So if you still have to get up at 8 o'clock, that's your schedule right there. But find ways to implement new things or if you're working limited hours, you can then structure your days to have more activity, maybe in the evening time, or if you've really been wanting to, even if you've been wanting to binge watch a show, like put that in your schedule, like watch two episodes of Nashville or watch two episodes of Criminal Minds, something like that, right? If, if that's what you're wanting to do, put it in your schedule, put it on your list. Even if it's something small as taking a shower, I put it on my list. And I put it on my list because I like crossing things off the list. It only is going to perpetuate this idea of productivity in your mind. So if you're constantly crossing things off, like, oh, I brushed my teeth. Check. I walked the dogs. Check. I ate. Check. It's going to make you want to write more things down so you can just check off more things because it, it feels good to accomplish things, even if they're small. So I would recommend doing that. And I don't think you have to structure your entire week all in once because... Things change. Well, in my life, they change. But if you have a normal schedule, then that's probably something that you can do. But for me, my day to day is going to be different depending on what I have the energy for, what the weather is going to be, what I have due that week. It's constantly changing. So I try to structure things like my morning routine is always that same morning routine every day. And then everything else that follows after I eat lunch, well, that just depends. So I don't like to schedule everything ahead of time because then I have to cross out a bunch of stuff and move things over and that just bothers me so I don't do that I go day by day and the only things I write out in advance are like due dates or like if I know I'm doing something like today I knew I was going to go to my parents house for Dakota's birthday so on my little planner it says parents house right so it's like things that are definite that aren't going to change I like to write in advance but if it's just my day-to-day movements and what I'm going to try and get done that day I do it the night before which that's a part of my night routine, I guess. My night routine is a lot more flexible than my morning routine. At nighttime, I tend to just wash my face, brush my teeth, and then I will um, either write out my to-do list for the next day before or after that. It just depends on how I'm feeling. And throughout the day as well, if I have anything that I wanna do the next day, it's either going in my planner or my notes. So I then kind of just compile a more specific to-do list for the next day and put them in little time slots. And sometimes it changes. And so I'll just adjust, but I like to have a little bit of an idea of what I'm doing the next day and what time I want to do those things. So that's my nighttime routine. It's not as Detailed as my morning routine, but it is good to do something at night that is consistent to kind of get you going for the next day. It's like your morning routine is the opening of your day and your night routine is the closing. So you don't want to just not have a closing. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I would recommend doing something at nighttime, even if it's when you brush your teeth, like maybe when you brush your teeth, because you do that anyway, right? Maybe when you're doing that, you can just do a couple of stretches or write out a couple of affirmations if that's your thing like just implement something that's going to give you a little bit more of a a peace with your mind and you know just kind of like I don't know how to explain it like I go to bed and if I have too many things on my mind I cannot sleep. So for me writing a to-do list for the next day almost releases me of anything that I need to do that night. Like I can just let it go until the next day if that makes sense. So I highly recommend doing something at night. If you prefer to get up in the morning and write your to-do list, that's okay too um, because I think that works for certain people. Either way, I do strongly recommend that you guys give it a try. Write a few lists out, write a to-do list, and even try structuring your day in time blocks. Um, What I think I'm going to start doing is I'm going to just share a photo of my like time structure for the day every morning so that we can kind of compare notes. So if you want to do that with me, go ahead and follow me on Instagram and send me a a message or just, you know, respond to my story and let me know and I'll check out yours. And it's kind of fun to like plan things and just kind of see what other people are doing, what other people are implementing into their skincare routine, their daily routine. I love watching and looking at all those things. So I think I might start doing that and then you guys can just kind of follow along and see how I structure my day and it maybe will give you some tips and tricks on how to structure your day if you have all of a sudden got all the time in the world because you have nothing to do. <laughs> so um, I will link my Instagram and all the things that I talked about down below. I'll still link the Tru & Co. if you guys want to check them out because I do think that for some people, their bras work, but for me, they just didn't. And I will definitely link the American Eagle ones because I love them. They might be out of stock right now, but I'll still put them down there because they frequently restock. Um, so anyway, I really appreciate you guys listening to today's episode. I feel like it was a little bit short. But I just wanted to kind of put out some tips and tricks just to help everybody stay on track um, because I know I'm struggling with it and it can be really hard to stay motivated. And if you don't have anybody to hold you accountable, um, you know, that's going to be even harder. And also, again, I just want to say, guys, I know quarantine is still pretty strict right now and the coronavirus and all of the issues associated with that are pretty stressful and I just want to remind you guys not to stay isolated if you live at home alone or if maybe your family isn't in the same town as you reach out to me on Instagram or TikTok or whatever platform you're on just reach out because being by yourself may not be the best thing and if you're really bored or really lonely and you just want to talk to somebody for a little bit, I will totally listen to you. You can send me a million videos on Instagram, and I will watch them all, okay? So don't feel weird if you're feeling isolated right now, or if you're just a little bit more stressed out than usual because of the times. I think everybody's in that same boat. So just remember to have a good time, have fun, and, you know, it's not the end of the world yet. So (laughs) we're still living our lives over here, so just make sure to reach out to people if you feel you need it. Okay. That's, that's just something that I really want to stress because I've been walking around the neighborhood and there's a bunch of signs that say distanced, but not alone. And I think that is very important because we can social distance and still be in contact and have camaraderie and community and just really support one another. So just don't feel like you have to completely shut down and isolate yourself from everybody you can still reach out on social media, phone calls, text messages, and you know, there's so many ways to connect with people through technology today. So just utilize those things and don't don't just let yourself be alone if you're having a hard time okay guys um anyway today is Dakota's birthday like i mentioned and so we are going to go ahead and head over to my parents house and she's going to get a nice big old chunk of 2 pounds of meat okay and that i'm going to have my dad cook up for her i hope i mean i don't know if he wants to cook it up for her but i really hope he will because i don't want to burn it and I don't really do well with a cast iron skillet. (laughs) So that's something we can talk about at another time. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And I really hope to see you guys interact with me on my Instagram and let me know what your schedule is going to be and what you're sticking to and what you're trying to implement. So with that, I will talk to you guys next week and thanks for listening. Bye.